Hey everyone, welcome back to Our Minds Lifestyle. We focus on finances, relationships, and more. Hey everyone, my name is Kaydan Belay. And I'm Ethan Belay. And welcome back to Our Minds Lifestyle. We have an amazing guest today, and I'll let her introduce herself. My name is Brittany Michelle. And let them know what you do and where they can find you. I am an artist. I create signs for entrepreneurs, companies, businesses, real estate agents, all the things. You can find me on Instagram at Brittany Michelle the Artist. Let's get it. Woo-hoo. I like that. That's what's up. And today we are talking about how to not let fear hold you back. Okay. So, for example, um, or I'll start with you. What is something that you had to overcome that you were scared that you recently overcame? Oh, my God. Recently? Mm -hmm. So many things. (laughs) It's so many things, y'all. Traffic. (laughs) (laughs) Traffic. I can't really go into deep, deep detail about this one because things are still in the process. Things are still happening. Mm -hmm. But this is the the latest fear that I had to overcome. I sat down and I spoke with some investors. Really? I did. I was so scared, y'all. I've never done anything like that before in my life. So by yourself. By myself. So how did you get how did you get to that? <clears throat> I'm sorry. What got you to the point where you're able to do that? Like what made you like I'm just gonna go ahead and pull the strings and do it? I just had to think to myself like the worst that could happen is they say no. Mm-hmm. And if all else fails, I at least gained some sort of experience. Now I've done something different that I've never done before, and I have experience in another field that I've never touched before. Mm-hmm. So I was mm-hmm. like, if anything else, I'm going to grow from this. I'm not going to fall. So yeah, right. I just conjured up the faith, <laughs> and I just did it. I was just, I just did it. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I think that's extremely important because a lot of times, I will say I used to be this person where I used to let fear talk me out of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And then, like, with fear, you automatically start thinking about everything that could go wrong. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, dang, this this ain't going to work out. And then you don't do it. And then it never works out because you never did it. Because you never did it. Yeah. Yeah. Did it go well? It went well. It went well. At the end of the the, um, meetup, one of the ladies, she was just like, congratulations. So I'm like, okay, this is a good sign. Nothing is set in stone. Mm-hmm. Nothing is official, but it went, it went well. Yeah, yeah, it That's did. Yeah. Well, shout out to Brittany. Right. Thank I'm y'all. Excited. You gotta let us know That's once you're good. able to talk I about will. it. I will. I definitely will. I have to come back and tell yeah. y'all about it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, like, um, what got you into like doing epoxy signs and stuff like that, or what? art in general? YouTube, y'all. Um, <laughs> YouTube, YouTube University. Yeah, yeah. I graduated a few times. 2020. Quarantine, we all in the house, nothing but the TV to watch. So I'm watching YouTube videos, trying to figure out how I can make money from home. Mm -hmm. And you know how the videos just play and they just go. Randomly, I just walked in a room one day and I saw this lady. She was making like this tray. It looked like marble. And she was doing it with the resin. I didn't know what it was at the time, but I was intrigued. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what is this? I want to try it. I looked at the description box. Went to the store the next day, bought all the materials, came home in the dining room, like in the yeah. dining room in the kitchen, and I just started experimenting. 
And I liked it. I posted it on Facebook. I made coasters. Okay. okay. I posted it on Facebook and like coasters for like cups. Mm-hmm. We yeah. <laughs> we definitely need it. Well, I don't make them anymore, but I got oh, y'all. Okay. I got right. y'all. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah. And um, I posted it on Facebook like just look y'all, look what I made, and people started requesting me to make coasters for them, and it just turned into this thing. And then I went from coasters to trays to cutting boards to yeah. home decor, letter blocks, wall art. To now signs, mm. so it just snowballed into this. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, especially now, with you have so many creators now, regardless if that's content creation, business owners. Because I look at entrepreneur, like I look at business owners as a form of creation as well. Because mm-hmm. you're taking something out of pretty much imagination and making it real. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the market for that is is unlimited. Mm-hmm. Because even if somebody just wants a sign for their house or like. I keep calling them signs, but really it's art in general. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can have a beautiful art piece in your house or wherever you want it. So that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. When she blow it, that's, you are a new sugar mama. <laughs> 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 Not new sugar mama. <laughs> the first application. Y'all are hilarious. Right. I got y'all. I All got right, y'all. Good. We yeah. locked in. All right, for sure. We, we locked heard in. that. <laughs> we got locked in. Too. <laughs> right. We locked in. But that's amazing because I would I never knew that. But Mm -hmm. so I found you on a social proof podcast. Mm -hmm. You were on there and they were talking about your signs. I I don't I think you were actually on. I think you came on there and sat down and they were just talking about because you went on there before, right? Mm -hmm. So we were in Arizona and that's when I started watching it and I seen you and I was like, oh, I like her works. I started following you even before Mm -hmm. we moved to Georgia. I was like, we are going to meet. We're going to talk somehow. And look, we're here today. So I'm excited about that because I literally probably started following you um, probably like a year, a year and a half ago. Really? Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. And I loved your signs. So that was from all the way from Arizona. So you got people in Arizona. Thank you, I girl. like your signs. Yeah. And I started talking about it. And now anybody that talks about signs, I always bring you up. And I show them the page. Like, look, this is what she can do for you. Uh, right. So I appreciate that. Yeah. That really does really, mean a lot to me, y'all. Yeah. I started in the kitchen. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Tell me the song? Yeah. I need to say that. What? what was it? Was it you? Was it something about the? You know, rappers always talk about the kitchen. They do talk yeah. about the kitchen a lot. <laughs> Dang, you gotta you gotta think about what what that is. Like I might have to use that. Yeah. I don't know. We're gonna butcher it. If we try <laughs> <to>. <laughs> yeah. But that's so so. <clears throat> so what what were you doing for work? You got laid off and then started looking into work. No, y'all. I quit my job in 2019. Mm-hmm. This is okay. before I didn't have anything. I don't. I don't disclaimer. <laughs> I do not recommend anybody do this. I yeah. am not recommending this to anyone ever at all. Okay, right. it was a journey, <laughs> but <laughs> I quit my job um, in March 2019. Um, my my dad and my stepmom called me and told me that he was diagnosed with ALS, mm. which is a terminal disease. Oh, no. And yeah, and so at that point. Prior to that, I already was not liking my job. I was going in, like, dreading going in. It was just, like, a dark cloud was over my head every day that I walked in. So I was already not liking that because I'm mm-hmm. not even that type of person. And so they called me, and I thought, like, I had to sit and think, like, is this, like, what do I want for my life? Because he was young. He was, my dad's 51. Mm-hmm. So at the time, this was 2019. So he was, like, 40-something. I don't, I can't do the math, <laughs> but he was like 40 something and I'm like, dang, like what did he do with his life that he probably really 
enjoyed about you know living mm-hmm. and so i didn't want that for me so i'm like i don't know what i want to do but i know i don't want to do this right so i'm leaving so i went to um hr i asked them how do i so leave properly the first time you overcame fear or did you not have yes fear? oh no 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 no, no. I, I had fear i'm like you know how many people will sit, literally stay in a job that they hate yeah for years yeah. for years for their entire life yeah. and i didn't want that so and see that's the thing there's that's, so shout many out to you yeah. Oh, we were talking again. Yeah. <laughs> like, because a lot of people like they one they won't go they won't um get over that fear because they don't know where life is going to take mm-hmm. them. Right. And yeah. then two, they just they're just they maybe they don't maybe they're type of people that also just want to complain and don't know like the fact that you knew that wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. That's another blessing because yeah. a lot of people just don't know like you're yeah. probably going through this because it's, you're in something that's just not meant for you. Yeah. 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 And yeah. to be honest with you, like there are different types of fear. Right, so you have, or I'm sorry, different types of stress. So you have the stress where, like that, like something causing you stress, mm-hmm. and then you have the stress of, like solving a problem stress. Mm-hmm. So with that job stress, like for example, you were extremely unfulfilled at where you were working at, which we can all relate to. Mm-hmm. So that type of stress is a type of stress that can kill you that mm-hmm. everlasting stress that never lets up mm-hmm. so imagine if you would have stayed there like you know what i'm saying yeah. you probably be looking like you're 70 right now no you know for I mean? real <laughs> i would be looking real um wrinkled and stressed out and have a lot of gray hairs yeah, yeah. it was customer service job too so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah y'all can only imagine what that was like right right so yeah and you know honestly customer like i didn't service need people like, but If I could never work with people again, I'll be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's for my own thing. Like, I even then. I used to, I was about to, no, for real. I used to say that too until, like, no offense to any of my clients. I love y'all all. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all so much. I do. But even, even with that, I'm like, okay, I got to figure out how I'm going to delegate this part of the business because Mm -hmm. it's a task working with people. It really is. And then, especially when they're irate and they're mad and they're angry. I haven't, I haven't had an irate customer. Right. Yeah, Preferably, yeah. yeah. Preferably, I don't. But um, yeah, dealing with that on a daily basis, back to back for eight hours straight, mm-hmm. it took a toll. Yeah. It took a toll. So I had to go. I had so to go. you were, you went to your job. You just gave them a notice, or did you just left? Mm-mm, I went to HR mm-hmm. because this is my first time ever quitting a job. I never quit it. What? I'm lying. I definitely quit jobs mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I quit a lot of jobs. I quit all my jobs. But this was the first time I wanted to do it proper. This was mm-hmm. one of the best jobs I ever had. So if anything went wrong, I wanted to Fall make sure that I could have somewhere right. that I could come back to. So I went to HR, asked them how to go about doing it. And it was like, you know, you just put in a notice. I'm like, okay, does it have to be two weeks? Like, right. she was like, no, you can just put it in right now. I'm like, okay. So oh. went to the desk, <laughs> typed up my notice. Be back tomorrow. <laughs> and I took it to my supervisor, and they did everything they could to try to get me to stay. They offered mm-hmm. me a raise. They offered me a new position, and I was just like, I can't do it. Yeah. And I'm the type of person, if you offer me more money, right. or if you offer me, you know, right. I'm going to take it. it. <laughs> yeah. So at, at that point when it didn't even phase me, I knew I had to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I never turned down money. Yeah. Right. Yeah, not, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I put in my notice, y'all, and I went home. The first thing that I did, I left, and I went to Walmart, and I bought a desk. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I'm like, okay, I am have to figure out something now, so I'm going to get a desk to sit my laptop on and figure this out. So, I went yeah. in Walmart, bought a desk, put the desk together, and from there, I just was YouTubing how to make mm-hmm. money from home. 
And then one day that video popped up. Before then, I was making, like, arts and crafts, like, custom cups or custom shirts and, Mm. like, things here and there. Um, But nothing popped off until I started making items with the resin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now the rest is history from there because, like, you you perfected your craft. Mm -hmm. And then now that's your main source of income? That's my main source of income. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out to yeah. Brittany, Thank y'all. Clap it up for her. That so is shout out to God. Right. Shout out to God. God. It had to be him that brought that, that right. brought that video up on the screen. <laughs> that <laughs> so, is yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank y'all. So, like, I, I don't think I covered the other type of stress. So, like, um, as, a, as an entrepreneur, what... Do you feel like, like, what do you feel like was the biggest hurdle that you had to overcome where, like, you finally got it past that hurdle? Ooh, that's tough. It's been so many hurdles in entrepreneurship. Yeah. The hardest, the toughest? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's been it so sense, yeah. many, like, literally mm-hmm. so many. I will say this, and this might come off maybe a little shocking, but the fact that I have to, like, talking to other people, Mm. that was a hurdle for me. Like, actually having to communicate with the customer to see what they wanted, like, Mm. to talk to them, that was a hurdle for me because I'm, I used to be, like, such an introvert and so to myself and only talk to the people that I know like I never stepped outside to like you know try to get to know anybody else or introduce myself or have to communicate with anybody else that I wasn't familiar with so to actually have to talk to someone else about Mm. that that was a hurdle for me so I heard what it was. I'm still overcoming that. Right. Yeah, I'm still overcoming that. Here, (laughs) being here, posting on social media, like recording videos, telling people what I do. You know what's crazy? You do a lot of videos where you're talking in your car and stuff now. Mm -hmm. That's a big one for you. That one actually isn't hard for me. The hard part for me with that is posting it, but (laughs) recording it isn't hard for me because it's just, I don't know, I'm just, it's just me. I'm talking, it's Mm -hmm. like authentic, it's natural, it's, I don't have to think about, oh, what do I have to say? Mm -hmm. Those videos are easy because it's just natural. When it comes to business, I'm in my mind like, okay, I gotta, what's the pain point or what's the, how do Mm -hmm. I articulate Mm -hmm. this to make them understand? Like, it's like different. Yeah. I think about it differently, but those videos come natural because it's just me just really being authentic with yeah. what I'm so saying. So you because you believe in your craft, <clears throat> I guess my biggest question for you is now that you're doing both, is there a difference? Now that I'm doing both what? As far as like just talking to people mm-hmm. and then like how you, the conversation you're having in your car versus now put someone else in that car with the same conversation because it's probably the same conversation. Mm-hmm. Do you find a difference or do you think you're overthinking the conversations that you're having with other people because honestly it could just be as authentic as the car conversation yeah i think now that i'm doing it so often or more often and Mm -hmm. consistently i don't feel i don't i don't think overthink as much Mm -hmm. anymore like Mm -hmm. that's that's starting to go away but before i would overthink everything and then i wouldn't want to do it because i thought about all the things that could go wrong yeah exactly exactly so now things are happening way more natural and smoothly yeah. than previous but I think that came with consistency and just pushing past the fear of whatever I will overthink about it pushing past all of that and just doing it yeah. constantly 
Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like overcoming fear is like a constant battle. It's not just, oh, I overcame it. It's like you have to keep overcoming yeah. it. So you yeah. can't say, I overcame fear in three steps. <laughs> yeah, it's like constant. You have to continuously do it in order for it to no longer be a hurdle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like with the, um, especially with you networking outside of, like you said, people that you know, mm-hmm. what I found is that when I started networking outside of people that I know, it made, it actually was a lot more pleasant than mm-hmm. working with the people that I know. Yeah. Like, cause it, you know, you we're like we're strangers. It's kind of like we're just going off of face value. Like, okay, well, I see this person seems trustworthy. Mm-hmm. All right, bet. Like, we can go from there. Mm-hmm. But and then also, you're meeting. Like, you'll be surprised how lo- like minded a stranger can be. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, I, I think that's amazing, and I feel like that will definitely help you grow because then you can meet people with similar visions, mm-hmm. similar goals, and then you never know they you both can help catapult each other to that next level. I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think, oh, I was just going to say, I think me, um, I think just even me sitting here today with Mm y'all is a result of me having to overcome the previous fears of talking to people because if I hadn't started working on that before I even met y'all at the podcast, I I wouldn't have even. I don't remember who, do you remember who started talking to who? You came up to me, I think. Did I? Probably. I think so. I could have. I don't even remember. I think you overheard something. To be honest, it happened so fast. I don't remember either. Yeah. But I think no, she I think, had talked you approached you her because we were looking for the sign for like the podcast. Oh, I approached her. Yeah, because you you started talking about the um, somehow you were talking to somebody about the your epoxy business. Okay. And um, you were like, yeah, I think she asked you like, hey, like, are you, you saying it right? Epoxy, yeah, he said it right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she she like just to make sure. She can't wait for it every time. But um, but I, I remember. Somehow I remember the conversation going from like talking about the sign you did for social group. Okay. And then was, I was like, yo, that's dope. Like we should like look into that. And so that's when she approached you. Okay. Yeah. Mm, okay. See, cool. I yeah. I didn't know. And then we talked for a long time. Right. So yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think you had to be like, I got to go. I got somewhere. I think we yeah. eventually just the conversations, we started dying down the conversation because I think we both had to get ready to go. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Because that used to be something that was hard for me is ending a conversation. That's kind of still hard for me on the phone. In, the, in general, just in general, I would because you know and, you you ever been in a conversation? We could just like, all right, this conversation's over. Mm-hmm. But how do I slowly how do I leave? leave? <laughs> like that's hard for me. I don't yeah. know how to end a conversation. Me too. I'm still working on that. Me too. Me too. So it's like I don't even know how to give y'all advice on that because I'm still working. on I it. am too. I really am. I really am. Even even yeah. phone calls. It's like, and that's another thing. Like when it comes to talking to clients, some of them just want to keep you on the phone and it's like mm-hmm. how do I tell them I got yeah. how do I hang up this phone like how do I get how do I end this conversation yeah that's a I need to figure mm-hmm. if y'all got any tips any advice on how to end a conversation right. let us know <laughs> <laughs> let us know so even when it comes to you meeting people as far as on your social life mm-hmm. do you go up to them or do you wait for them to come to you um I think it's a little bit of both now it depends I will approach you if I have something to say like mm-hmm. I won't approach without anything I just won't be like hey just want to introduce myself yeah like if i if like i'll compliment somebody and it might turn into a it might sorry it might turn into a conversation um but i'll approach them if i have a question or something to actually say yeah that's not yeah i don't mind doing that yeah especially if you're networking with intention so it's like 
Because um, sometimes before we used to go to networking events and then like not really know what we're networking mm-hmm. for. But it's like, for example, we had a project and we went to, I'm like, okay, cool. I need videographers right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going in there and I'm scouting out videographers, graphic designers. Okay, perfect. Because I know what I'm building. Mm-hmm. So I think with you knowing what, you, what you're building, it kind of makes it a little easier. Like, well, should I even approach this person? Because if you're in like... Then again, it, you, like your business, you could tap into any market. Any. Somebody can have a, t- a tax company and you're like, mm-hmm. hey, like you know you need this sign for your yeah. office, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. I feel like it's, that's crazy. Like, I'm just thinking about that. Like, you could really go into any market. Any market. And the thing is, though, when I'm, ne- when I'm, when I'm talking to people, I don't always start with my business. I probably mm-hmm. never start with my business unless, mm-hmm. um... Unless it's like brought up in some mm-hmm. way, like yeah, right. yeah. If it comes up in conversation, I'll talk about it. But right. I don't know. I don't never start with you know. How many? This is what I do. Yeah, yeah. I never do that. People, mm-hmm. most people tell other people what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I never start. I never lead with that. Yeah, I don't know why. It's cringy when people do it though. What? Like, like I don't know. Like, I've, so what I've heard is like it can come off as cringy when you like call people you're like yeah such and such from x y and z business like yeah they, they say that it's cringy versus like i don't know how to explain it like, yeah versus just like you said you let it organically come mm-hmm. up because then it's not so forced or like not so like she's trying to sell me something yeah and um you actually brought this up too where sometimes she just will ask about the person like something off topic of business mm-hmm. like you know i think she asks david like you know like what's your sign or something mm-hmm. oh no no yeah. i forget the guy's the name. guy with the traveling yeah yeah okay, you were there. She yeah. Was there. yeah it's like you a tourist aren't you <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so I, honestly and that's a lot of times depending who i plan on talking to if there's someone that's already a speaker it's kind of easy mm-hmm. and then one thing i've been learning when it comes to networking is you want to build a relationship. So the best way to build a relationship is not ask. Like, we already know the person makes money. We already know they do this. So then if you want to get to know the person, mm-hmm. that's why I was like, okay, well, he's already talking about his birthday being in May. I'm already paying attention to that. Mm-hmm. Let me throw like a little, um, what do they call it when you throw like a, an, not an axe. What do they say when you throw something in there to kind of change the flow? Change the flow. Yeah, what do they call it? Uh, I have no clue. A ranch? Yeah. Is a it a ranch? ranch? Yeah, throw okay. it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Look at us knowing our tools. <laughs> it was a struggle it was a rich or axe it was one of them that we were throwing but um that's why i was like okay are you a tourist and it kind of caught him by surprise it did he was like yeah yeah caught me by surprise so i'm like how did i'm like oh she's good at that (laughs) i didn't even realize he said his birthday was in may he said his birthday is in may and i was like okay outside his birthday being in may he can only be a gemini or a tourist Mm -hmm. but he was giving tourist vibes okay so I, I don't know what it is, but I can always recognize someone that's an earth sign. I'm okay. So with you, with dating, is there a particular sign that works better for you or you don't know? Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> like, let me clear my throat. Right. <laughs> no, honestly, I don't know yet. I don't know, but I will say that there has been a consistent pattern of me dating Virgos. Like, me being more prone to dating a Virgo for a longer period of time or being more attracted to something, whatever they bring. Like, Virgos have been that thing for me. I don't know why, but it never worked out with a Virgo. So, mm. yeah. And they are the complete opposite. I'm a Pisces, and they're the complete opposite um, sign of me. Mm-hmm. Why do I think that is? Yeah. What? Like, it doesn't work out with Virgos. Um, I think that we're... 
I don't know, the Virgos that I have experienced, and my dad's a Virgo too. Mm-hmm. The Virgos that I have experienced are um they're charming and they have like that thing about them that I like, but they're also like because they're so charming, they can also come out they can also be like players and like mm-hmm. ladies men and you know What's they wrong with a I mean it's absolutely nothing <laughs> wrong with a la- you can be a ladies man, yeah. but a ladies man who knows who his lady is mm. you know what i mean yeah. so yeah it's like yeah it's one of those things all the ladies. You, yeah he would have to he would have to not be so um into that you know what i mean like you can be okay with it but you feed into it yeah then that's i think a, that's also uh i think that's a negative trait about a person anyway because like even if like you were single like I know what you're talking about where, like, they flaunt and they, like, everybody, they flirt with everybody. Like, they just... They got that everybody. flirtatious vibe. Yeah. yeah, they have a very flirtatious vibe. And I and I think another thing is, I do too. I didn't... Yeah. I don't realize that I'm doing it because it's just... Your personality. My personality. <laughs> I didn't even know that I was doing it until recently. But I think... How'd you find out? Someone told you? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not flirtatious. So I'm calling around. I'm asking my friends if I'm like, you think I'm flirtatious? And they're like, well, you know, you have a... Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. am I really? Is that what- they said I, I can be warm and welcoming and it can come mm-hmm. off as flirtatious. What I think it is is that, right. And I'm like, like that too. Yeah. And yeah. also, like, you're charming. Because I've, mm-hmm. I've had people be like, yeah, like, like he was flirting with me. I'm like, bro, like... I'm really just not. not hey, I'm just being friendly. I'm yeah. being a, like yeah. just because I smile at you, or I know how to maintain eye contact. Yeah, doesn't mean that I want to be like take your clothes exactly. off. Exactly. Like, trying to have a good time. Right. <laughs> I like the vibe. I like the vibe. Yeah. Like I thought we had, you know, we was just we was vibing. Yeah. 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 But also too, to the person that finds you attractive, they want like subconsciously maybe that's what they really want, mm-hmm. so it'll come across that. Way. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Was it the person that? The person that told you, did they think you were flirting with them, or was it an, a by, like a bystander? The person that told me was one of the Virgo guys that I was mm. dating. He said you were flirtatious. He said I can be flirtatious because mm. I was I was just vocalizing how I felt like he was flirtatious, and he was like, "Well, we're the same." I'm mm. like, "I'm not flirtatious," and so it became this thing. Now go and around. now we got now I gotta ask people because nobody ever told me that before. So mm. yeah, I didn't know that that's what I was doing. So, so in a relationship, if if someone is flirtatious, is that a problem for you? It's not. Mm-hmm. It can't be. Right. Because I'm, I am too, and it's yeah. like it's not a. And I understand that it's not a switch that you can just turn off, mm-hmm. unless you're intentionally, you know, trying to do it. If you're being yourself, your natural self, and you're charming, and you just come off that way, and people take it as that, mm-hmm. I can't be mad at that. But if you're intentionally, like, you know, then that's a problem. Like, if you're just mm. out here trying to be flirtatious, but... I feel like if you start getting touchy-feely... Yeah, if you... Yeah. yeah. Then yeah. I feel like... <laughs> it's boundaries. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you start... Don't be in nobody me. bubble. Yeah, yeah, like, keep a certain distance. Like, yeah. you know, be respectful about the situation. And we were talking about drinking. To be honest, that is another reason why. Because he can mm. probably go into that. There was a guy that... It was a friend. It was a brother of a friend that I had. And me and him get really. <laughs> right. We get, we get, still, she has a friend who has a brother. Yes. Oh, I okay. see. Okay. It, once I start telling the story, you're you're, you're, yeah. you're gonna remember. I know. But see now you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we were you know we just hit it off with somebody that y'all are just so cool that 
y'all are just cool. Mm. So y'all naturally just vibe mm. about it could be anything. But mm. because you're the opposite sex, sometimes it can come off like, all right, like you said, very flirtatious. Mm. And it could have been like that. But then there's also boundaries where like, okay, you know, I'm in a relationship. Even if he's not, we, he knows my man. Like mm-hmm. we kind of cut it off. Mm-hmm. But when I drink, I I get touchy. You get touchy feely, and that's um that's one of the reasons why I had to pull back on my drinking. And then that's why I was like, okay, maybe I should stop because I should never be like hanging over somebody. Okay, you know, it's like we're like she had her like arm over him. I, and I was, told yeah. her, I told her, I was like, look, like, cause I, I I'm just not an insecure person, mm-hmm. so. Like I know for I know when it I know when it sets my boundary. Like when it hits my boundary, then I'm like, all right, like we either gonna have to nip this in the bud mm-hmm. or this ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those situations where I just told her I was like, look, like I'm not an insecure person, but this is making me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, cause if it were if the shoe was the other way around, and then I'm like chilling with one of your friends at the bar with my arm around her, and like yeah, it's platonic, but I still got my arm. Mm-hmm. And I'm all put my body against it yeah. you would feel you would you would at least ask me about it yeah so um i mean she luckily we have great communication mm-hmm. so it wasn't anything that turned into a problem but also it wasn't really so much as her i just i also had to tell her like i know it's like you're a pretty girl so mm-hmm. it's, it's only i'm sorry you're a pretty woman so it's only so much that you can do like i'm it's only so much that you can do you know what I mean? I'm not going to tell you to put on, like, a whole robe with a hood on. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? But also still understand that, like, still understand how people may perceive what you're doing as well. Yeah. Like, it's, it has to be some type of a balance. Yeah. So, like you said, that bubble. Like, keep that bubble. Like, it ain't no reason. Outside of a hug, what's up? It ain't no reason why, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all contact is, you know, like, hold on. Like, we want to nip that in the bud. Yeah. And he my friend, too. So, I'm like, bro, you definitely got to nip that in the bud. Yeah. Like, yeah. So and you can control how you feel mm-hmm. and where your feelings go, but you can't control where another person's feelings mm-hmm. could go. And then that's yeah. when that's what it, <clears throat> that's when they, the perception of the way I'm coming off can be mis uh, what's the word misconstrued misconstrued. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I had to pull back from that. I feel that. Well, also too though, like there's never once where I expect her to hide her beauty for who she is because mm-hmm. she's not. She don't be out here just flaunting herself and flaunting her body for everybody, but mm-hmm. she's a beautiful woman. So at the end she of the is. day, like, Thank you know, it's, yeah, I'm not going to tell her to hide herself, just like I'm an attractive man as well. Mm-hmm. So being out, you know, if a woman's flirting with me or whatever the case may be, it's about how I handle that or mm-hmm. how she handles that, you know, that will, because we deal with that all the time. Like, I mean, we, we tend to get a, like, I hate, it sounds arrogant, but like, we do get, we, they say you know you're attractive when you tend to make eye contact with a lot. Like, when you look up and somebody... Yeah, like, people looking at you, yeah. yeah. So, it's like, we get that a lot. And mm-hmm. I know I ain't the hottest stuff in the world, but also navigating through that, um, I'm just a friendly person. Mm-hmm. I just make sure I don't get too friendly with people. Yeah. 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 I think that's something that I have to become more conscious of mm-hmm. because, um, yeah, it's like knowing like being aware of what I'm doing in the moment that I'm doing it even though I know that I don't have certain intentions like just mm. just being more conscious of of whatever the thing whatever the case may be you know yeah. if I'm a little too close mm-hmm. or if I'm talking to you maybe for too long if we held mm. eye contact for too long maybe I should you See, know I don't know <laughs> I don't know because I mean to be honest with you like and this was, I've had to check myself on that too. Like, sometimes people just have that natural chemistry to have conversation. Yeah. And I think it can be when we, 
there's so many strict rules on dating mm-hmm. and relationships now that everybody's kind of walking on eggshells, mm-hmm. you know, because we, we were just talking about this yesterday. We watched a podcast not too long ago, and it was two young ladies that we were talking, and she asked us, she was like, how do you feel about your friends following your man on, on social media mm-hmm. and following them? And they were both like, no, absolutely not. Really? Like, don't be even hugging my man. Don't be like, and I'm just like, but at oh, the end of the day, that's like, wild. that's for me, that just seems like a little bit much. Like, you can't you put so much. <clears throat> it's like, why not? It's supposed to be fun. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of people just make relationships too, too strict, and it's just not. They take the fun out of mm-hmm. it, and when you start taking the fun out of it, your relationship's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You cannot be that strict. Like, like, for example, are you are you in a relationship? Or are you? Single? I'm not. I'm single. Are you dating anyone? I'm not dating. Not so really. I'm very single. <laughs> I am very, Welcome very, very. <laughs> I'm very single. So when you when you get into a relationship, how do you feel about if your man looks at other women? Is that a deal breaker? No, I'm probably looking too. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, okay. I mean, I have to be realistic about the situation. Like he's we're in a relationship, but he's still a man. He still mm-hmm. has eyes. He still finds other women attractive. Like look, but don't do too much. Right. You know, but like don't if we're in the middle of a conversation, don't just turn your whole head. And like I'm, this. Like, I'm yeah. like, I'm talking. like, all right, no. <laughs> yeah, like be respectful about it, but I mean I'm not mad if you look, mm. no. See that's good. That's good. Cause honestly that's how I am. Like yeah. in our relationship I try to like he can like there was a time we actually just talked about this. There was a time in our relationship in the beginning of it where if we went out we would actually dance with other people mm-hmm. not not intentionally but if we're at a party and we're just all having a good time said, say less i said flipping dms you don't uh, oh yeah. <laughs> he's funny <laughs> but um there was a time where we would go out and we would dance we would if someone wanted to dance with me like if we're all at a party mm-hmm. i wouldn't get mad and he wouldn't get mad we mm-hmm. pulled back from that just because now I feel like there's a lot of stuff you have to be careful with because with us being married we don't wear rings and a lot of people are like oh y'all not really married I'm like we are we just we've been married 10 years we just don't I'm not a big ring person. Okay. The only thing I wear is uh, earrings, and I don't even have those in right now. So yeah. apparently, jewelry doesn't. You're really not a jewelry matter. person. I'm not big okay. on jewelry, so it's like I will forget the ring yeah. anyway half the time. And um, oh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. So we don't we don't wear rings, and because of that, when we go out, a lot of people feel like we're not married, or if we say something, our status is doesn't have any weight to it mm, because y'all don't have a ring. We don't have a yeah. ring. So we if we're out dancing everything. with other people like, too. I believe y'all are married. If we yeah. go out like, dancing, we're like, <laughs> we're like, yeah. we're like, right? We believe it. Okay. Like, they say we believe it. That's all that matters. Like, <laughs> we believe we're married. Okay. But um, if we're out dancing with other people, then it's like, all right. Well, if y'all dance with other people, y'all don't, y'all don't wear rings. The minute if I turn around, like, after I got to dance with another man, he's like, all right, let me get your number. No, I'm married. What? They won't take your relationships they as serious. They won't take it serious. They'll take these hands Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I know that's serious. right. But we don't want it to get to that point. Yeah. So with that, we started pulling back. So now we don't really, we don't do that as, as often, depending yeah. where we are. You yeah. know? Like, now I would say I couldn't do that. Yeah, he's like, that's, that's a deal. Yeah, no. That's a boundary. Yeah, yeah. no. Mm-mm. That's a boundary for me. Yeah. And see, you can't like, dance with nobody. To be honest, like, we, we did that more so when we lived in Florida. We were like, how old we? Like 21 in Florida. So, like, yeah. it was, our, I would consider our relationship still fairly new when we mm-hmm. lived in Florida. Um, so, it was a little bit different then. I think more so as, as we got more involved in our relationship, I think what it was was, I feel like it puts us both at risk. 
Like, you think, because we've been in a few situations where, you know, a man want to be like, oh, well, he, you ain't got no ring. And he, he said it when I went to the bathroom. Mm. So it wasn't, like, I didn't really check him on it because I'm like, men going to do what men going to do. Mm. So, but he didn't say it to, like, while I'm here. And then when she told him, like, all right, I'm good, he went about his business. But even for her, like, if I'm everywhere, you know what I mean? I, I feel like you got women now sizing her up. Because it was like, oh, well, he was just over here with me. Like, you know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. creates that unnecessary yeah. tension. Um, if it's a close group, and maybe it's a little bit more. But even still, I don't even. I think I would be uncomfortable with that. Yeah. Now. Like, you can dance with your homegirls or whatever. Yeah. Like, don't be putting Don't be putting your. Like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's mine. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are some. When, you, when you're in a relationship, what are some boundaries that you would have? Or is there any? Mm, there's for sure boundaries um but boundaries. yeah for <laughs> sure um honestly relationship or mm-hmm. dating uh i guess you could start with dating and then you can get into your relationship because i feel like they might go hand in hand right do bound don't do boundaries change from yeah. dating to relationships i think they do yeah well, not really they, I feel they like don't boundaries just change yeah. in general just in general. as you evolve as yeah. you grow yeah honestly I don't really know. It would have to, like, because it's such a broad mm-hmm. thing, boundaries. So like, you have to just kind of name some things. You'll be like, all right, that's yay or nay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Uh, you got a question to ask her real quick? Mm-hmm. Like a question that's like, you ask her, like, okay, is this mm-hmm. a yay or nay? What do I want to ask the famous Britney Michelle? <clears throat> okay, famous. Yeah. We got to put that in Okay. Yeah. Britney Michelle, the artist, right? That's Britney Michelle, the artist. Britney Michelle, the artist. So, um... Like, just ask her in anything, or ask her what would be like a boundary. Like a something like you just give us give her like a scenario, a scenario. Mm-hmm. and she'll mm. let you know if that's like a yay or nay, and then she can kind of elaborate on what that would be. Yeah, because right now my boundaries are pretty simple when it comes to because I don't really have stiff boundaries because I'm not in a situation to have mm-hmm. boundaries really. Right. So it would be like simple things like um, if I am talking to someone, mm-hmm. like. I don't know, this could be petty. I don't know, but this is just me. Okay. It was this guy that um, that was wanting to get to know me. So we we talked on the phone a couple times. Um, and then he started calling me at like 11 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. midnight. And I didn't really like that. Because you, you don't know like what I have. Call hours? I feel like those are booty call hours. And I also feel like you don't really know my situation. Like, you don't know what I have going on outside of talking to you because mm. you know i'm you single i could have yeah i could have a situation where i could be dealing with somebody you know i could be dating more than multiple people yeah, you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. so that was kind of hey. like that created a boundary for me like i don't want to talk i don't want you to call my phone 11 12 o'clock we're not on that type of mm. level mm-hmm. so that was uh yeah that was a boundary so that created a boundary for me yeah. did you did you tell him that in the beginning or no I mean, no, because I didn't think that that's something that would have happened. Like, and I'm also not like, okay, these are my rules. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm accepting. This is what I'm not, like, you know, I'm not drawing. Right. Like, we were just having conversations, and maybe he just got really comfortable and felt like we were on that level. Mm. So if y'all are texting and it gets into like 11 o'clock, you think he should have ended the conversation, or do you just not respond? Well, it wasn't texting. It was calling. Oh, on the phone. Yeah, he called me at 11. Oh, okay. So y'all weren't even on the phone. We weren't. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. I, I don't know, cause like if I'm if I'm if we're in a talking stage and we y'all talked a lot. We talked for two days. Okay, now I can see. Yeah, that's a little bit more. Like, and then I was like, oh, yeah. whoa, this is so what's happening. I actually, 
This is the key to the game, to be honest with you. And he double caught me when I didn't answer. Yeah, that's okay. Weird. That's the. Oh, but yeah. go ahead. <laughs> no, that, that is weird. So honestly, I think for he was like maybe she didn't get the first call. Yeah, like what I've actually learned is, but then all y'all different. So it's like one thing that worked for one woman won't work for, for the another. other. Mm-hmm. But I've also learned that you're more likely to get the response that you're looking for if you're texting during the day, like not too early. Cause mm-hmm. that whole like what what they it's a it's a meme on there somewhere. Remember mm-hmm. the memes? But um, <laughs> it's a meme somewhere. Where they're like, hey, beautiful, and they be like, bro, it's like five in the morning. Like, <laughs> like relax. Yeah. Ain't nothing beautiful about me right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like um, but I've learned I've learned the experience is actually a lot better mm-hmm. when you are, like, in, you message a woman in, during the day mm-hmm. because then mm-hmm. like you kind of it takes you out of the. F boy kind of vibe when you texting at eleven because like okay mm-hmm. he just want to smash mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. like she's up she might be out in the bottom of her day and then I don't know but other than that I don't know what questions I would ask about boundaries because everybody's boundaries are different yeah I'm still trying to with the with the eleven o'clock I don't know my opinion I don't know if that was I don't know if that was a problem yeah for me you know what. Because what if he worked, like, third shift? I mean, I don't know if he did, but I'm just saying, like, what if somebody feels like that's when they're able to wind down? So, like, all right, let me call this person, see if they're up. He, he does work. He doesn't work third shift, okay. but he did work <laughs> during the day. And so I know, like, you know, at night was his, like, wind down hours. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like if you're going to call me at, like, at least let it be, like, 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Or if you wanted to talk to me at 11, just send a text message, hey, thinking about you, hope you had a good day, good night. You know, mm-hmm. like... Something like that, but not just double call me at eleven. Like I don't know, the that double call me. The double calls a red yeah, flag for sure. Call, yeah, yeah. it keeps pushy. It it was yeah. giving pushy. Eleven o'clock was pushy enough, and then you gonna call me <laughs> twice. Yeah. And then I just feel like we weren't there yet. Like mm-hmm. it probably would have been okay with me if we were, if we had that, you know, relationship. If we were, were you feeling him though at all? I was at first. Hmm. I was day one. I text my friend like I'm gonna marry him. <laughs> I was, was feeling. I was him. feeling him, but um, yeah, that that the, did it. That so did if you something. didn't double call, you probably would still give him a chance, even if he called at eleven. I would have called him and told him, you know, I would have had a conversation. It would have been a conversation like, you know, I don't really like. I don't. I I don't really want you to call me past mm. nine thirty. Mm. Let's let's talk before that. Mm. See, and the only reason why I think it's, well, obviously I agree with you now because there are booty call hours, but in the beginning of my relationship, I didn't know there was booty call hours. So I went over to my friend's house at four in the morning and there was a guy. <laughs> I know. So. Oh, you're wow. Wilding out, bro. <laughs> oh. So that's why I was like, I'm testing your, I'm t- like, I'm kind of seeing, okay, where's the boundary at? Because with me, I went over at four in the morning and now, like, I their shit. now I know that's not, that's mm. not okay. I wouldn't do that now. But that was four in the morning, and you're like, all right, well, don't call me after eleven. Yeah. So I was just, yeah. for me, I feel like if someone's gonna do something, they can do it at any time. That's you true. You know what I mean? So that's where I kind of took, I kind of got rid of the whole booty call hours because people can call any time. Because we had a friend that's a mutual friend, and she called him. It was like twelve o'clock. Mm-hmm. But because we're friends, I was like, okay, well, there's we all went friends. Though. That's the difference. Who? Like the four o'clock guys. Like that was your friend, not mine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's unacceptable. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and I also don't feel like it was a booty call thing, like per se. Mm -hmm. That wasn't really my main like reasoning for not liking it. Mm -hmm. It was mainly because I just feel like 
if you want to get to know me or if you want to, you know, have a conversation with me and get to know me, I don't feel like you should call me after a certain mm-hmm. time just out of respect. Like, just a respect thing. Like, yeah. let me not call her this late. Yeah. So, um, based off your schedule, is there a good time to call you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. We're going to be real. That's a great question. Honestly, no. It Honestly, there there isn't a good time to call me. It really isn't. And I, I've, I'm discovering that now. I text you at, like, we're not in a relationship, but I, I called you at, like, what time? It was, like, I think 8. I was almost getting up to your 9, 10 o'clock time. <laughs> your booty call hours. I was getting there. But I called you, I think it was, like, 8 something. And then you told me, hey, I can't talk right now or something. I'll call you tomorrow. And then you called me tomorrow. It was, like, 8 o'clock or something like that. It was something. Yeah. But, um... So it's like, do you really? I don't know. Like, there isn't I'm a, just a best. If that's time. a good boundary for so him. Yeah, I, I understand that, and I feel like. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I don't feel like um there is a good time to call me. It's not like a the best hours are between this and this. There right. is no best hours. I'm always doing can, something. <laughs> I feel like if gotta be quicker than you that. gotta catch me when you can, and I feel like if I am interested enough in you. I'll make the time. I'll pick mm. up the phone. I'll if I'm not doing something like that. I can't. You know what I mean? Mm. I will. I'll answer or I'll respond back. Because you did respond I, back. So I was like, yeah, right, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did respond back to you. And I was doing a class. That's the only reason why I didn't um, answer that one. But if I wasn't in the class, I'd answer your phone call. You see, like, and that's a lot of times too. That's why, because they say it goes for women and men, but I, I think it's universal. Like. Anybody that likes you will make time for you. Yeah. Like, if, like you said, like, all right, well, I'm in class right now, but when I get out of class, I'll hit you back. Yeah. Like, people will make time for you mm-hmm. if they really want yeah. to. Yeah. Um, but as far as the, that's why I don't double call or double text. Mm-hmm. And I don't really recommend that because then if, if you really, if they really want to talk to you, they just will. It's yeah. Simple. But see, that's the part where it's like, I have to kind of throw in that, that the wrench again. <laughs> Because she's gonna be saying that all I the time. <laughs> now that I know what tool it is, I'm gonna say an axe. I'm gonna throw an axe. <laughs> but because um, there was a <clears throat> on the podcast, I reached out to because I, I was gonna have because we're doing Spirit Week this week. So for everyone that doesn't know, today we dress like our favorite. Mine's almost oh, gone, yeah, yeah. We but we dress like our favorite Starbucks drink today. And um, so on Monday or I'm sorry, Tuesday was grown and sexy. So I had reached out to one of our friends and she was gonna come on Tuesday. Something happened; she couldn't make it, but. When I reached out to her the first time, she didn't get it. So she was like, hey, call me twice because sometimes I don't get the first one. Mm. So that's what she texted back and said. Cause I, so after I called, I did text and say, hey, I called. Just give. It's almost like instead of leaving voicemails now, I'll send a text message to kind of like say what I would have said in a voicemail. Yeah, and I like that. I like that you call and then text because sometimes if I get a phone call, I might not necessarily remember to call you back because right. I get so many phone calls mm-hmm. a day. So it's like, you know, they call. If it was an emergency, they would text me what they wanted. Mm-hmm. So because you text, it put a, a little a sense of urgency like I really want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I got to make sure that I contact this person back. Right. So I do like that. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. That. So I guess for anyone out there to do that. That might, actually, that might actually be a cool little point for like certain men out there too because like we just gave y'all a big gem yeah like this is a gem right like this might be major key like if she don't answer your call instead of doing a double call which is 
pushy. Yeah. Maybe shoot a text like, yo, just shoot you quick. Like, it's kind of like, just text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. I hold off. Yeah. yeah, like, okay, yeah, let me, I'm going to call him back when yeah. I get a chance. Yeah, yeah. it does don't, that. Don't text after that. Right. Like, hey, don't do too much. Yeah, so for yeah. any men out there, you call, she don't answer, you send a text, and then from there, you let it go. And if yeah. she don't respond, she just ain't interested. Yeah. That's the best thing I would say for that. Yeah. Um, or she's too busy mm-hmm. and she's not that interested she could be interested there's some guy <laughs> crazy mm-hmm. thing is it's just I'm saying she don't ever respond uh, like I mean ever. that's what I'm saying oh have you had have you had, that has happening currently <laughs> it's like okay. I do I do find like certain people like interesting like I I do have a certain interest in you it might not be to the highest extent but I haven't knocked you off the list okay and you just forgot I will I will remember throughout the day while I'm doing something like, oh, I got to text them back. That was nice of them to check in on me. And I just literally just don't. But it's not that I'm not interested. It's just that I just haven't gotten to the chance. So how and long did that text go without responding? This was the Sunday before last, the one that I'm thinking about. You haven't responded yet? Mm-mm. And then sometimes, depending on how they... <laughs> you better respond now. I know. Sometimes, depending on what they say to me and how they say it, it's like, oh, that was good. I got to think of how to respond mm-hmm. to this. And yeah. then I just never do. And that's the situation with that. I was like, he video, he sent a video, Ooh. like, hey, just checking in on you. I know you're busy. Um, I hope all things went well with such and such and such that you told me about. Um, just hit me up whenever you get the opportunity. Mm, and I was like, "Oh, that was so sweet." I'm like, "How do I respond back to this? Do I do I send a do I send a video back? Do I voice message back? Do I text back? Mm. Do I call?" And then I just never <laughs> got to the point. But it wasn't that I'm not interested. It's just you, you kind of caught me off guard. Right. Yeah. yeah, I so, think I would have did <clears throat> with me. I think what I would do in that situation is because I'm not big on the voice memo. But if someone sends a voice memo, then sometimes I'll respond like that. Mm-hmm. Or I just do a simple text. Mm-hmm. But because he did a video, you could have like did a quick voice memo real quick mm-hmm. and then got it over with while you were thinking about it. Because I also yeah. know like with us being so busy, if we don't do it right then and there, it it's not happening. Happen. That's, yeah. Don't yeah. count on me to text you back later because I probably won't. I literally won't. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, a week later. <laughs> I literally will not. And it's not that I don't want to. It's just right. that. You got I distracted. Yeah. I get distracted. It's always that. something. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. that's true. If I don't do it right then and there, it's just not gonna happen. So yeah. now with your boundary with the texting, have you has have us this has this conversation changed your mind or no? Still after eleven, don't call me. Yeah, don't call me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't call don't me. Don't call after eleven. Don't call that's me. Honestly respectable though. Yeah, I think it yeah. is. Because then it's like, you know, if it makes you a little different than most women too. Mm. Because if you have standards like it's 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 actually really attractive for a woman to have like certain standards mm-hmm. where it's like because maybe you never know like sometimes maybe you like well i'm not gonna text this person because i know what i'm gonna be on at mm-hmm. so you're like i don't even want to go down that road yeah. you know what i mean so even it doesn't really matter the reason why just to have that set like okay well this is my little boundary little thing at least in the beginning because mm-hmm. i mean you'll know when somebody after, get in that time yeah. but like you'll know when somebody get into that point where they can hit you up after that time yeah. if the conversation goes over that time mm-hmm. like, all right we we was talking at like eight or we was talking at like nine like, oh my going it's going on, on 12, 12 o'clock yeah like all right dang like in, in his defense y'all that did happen Okay. Yeah. So that that's probably part of the reason why he felt comfortable to call me so late. <laughs> so are you going to reach back out to him? That did happen. Um, we have communicated after that. Um, 
but I'm done for different reasons now. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it just didn't work out. I won't say it didn't work out. It's just, I'm yeah, I'm a little difficult. I like for men to try. Like I want you to try. I want you to put your best foot forward. Mm-hmm. And if I don't feel like, no, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. I feel like if you don't put your best foot forward, that means that you aren't that interested, and I don't want to waste your time or mine because I want you to be interested. Interested. Yeah. So okay. I want I think to. Yeah. It sucks now because you you deal with so much of that. I don't want to look too thirsty now mm-hmm. on both ends. Like, because then you think about it, even there's women that's like, there's a guy that they like, and they're like, dang, like, he not get, he not he not matching my energy. Like, this is a guy I really like, mm-hmm. but he treating me like he ain't really got time for me. Like, he not interested. And you got men that's like, on the same wave, like, dang, she ain't really making time for me. So, it's, I definitely feel like you, you sh- if you don't, I think one of the things too is like, if you don't know based off of the other person's energy, then don't really be too pushy. Mm. Cause like with her, she when we first started talking, like she matched my energy. The, the, like I was like, yo, when you free, I'm free on this day, this day. Yeah. Like if she not free on it, like I'm not free on this day, but I'm free on this time. Like mm-hmm. if she's willing to like set something up and follow through, there was never a time. Out of all of the women that, like, because at that time, we were both single, so I had, like, I would consider it, like, in my thought phase, like, where I, I had a lot of female friends at that time. Mm-hmm. Plus, I had my heart broke, so I was just, like, mm-hmm. I was future, like, you and know, then, outside. Yeah. There's a time, too, um, where we were just talking, we were just friends, but we were, there's this place that he, that he actually took me to, too. I don't know if I went before the time that I'm about to tell you the story, but me and my mom was on our way to, I think, Applebee's to pick up some to-go food. And we lived in Ohio at the time, and there's this place called Valley View where you can kind of go and the, like truck like uh, truckers will sleep there, mm-hmm. but you can kind of go and see over the city. So it is really really nice because it's a Walmart right there, but they closed it down. So pretty much truckers will just go there now. But anyway, um, if you go up there, you're going up there to just have like an intimate time, or you're going up there to sleep, depending on who you are. If you're just, if you're not a trucker, you're going up there to have an intimate time, mm-hmm. smoke, drink, chill, whatever you want to do, whatever Sounds that like intimate time is. It's yeah. a vibe, yeah. right? So while we're going, while we're going to, uh, while we're going to Applebee's, my mom sees him coming out with another girl in the car. But we're just friends. We're just friends. Okay, okay, okay. Sees him coming out with another girl in the car, and she was pissed because you know, like she really wanted, she really wanted us to work. You know how you bring a guy around. We're just friends, but Mm -hmm. your mom's like, "Ooh, y'all gonna be a thing," Mm -hmm. and they're the one pushing for it. Mm -hmm. So that's how my mom was with him. And my mom's like, you see him coming out? And she was like, give me your phone. I'm about to call him. This is oh. what she's telling me. I'm like, mom, we're just friends. We're not. Like, I was still talking to guys. Like, I had okay. thing. I was dating and stuff. So I was like, I can't be mad that he's still dating because of that. Mm. Um, so I forget why I brought that story up. But you had said something that made me think about that. But. Um, oh, no. Because I, I was saying. So back to my point. So, like, I had, like, I was dating at that time. And then when I actually, when me and her started talking. Like, we were just friends for, like, three months. Like, mm-hmm. we were platonic friends for three months. And then, like, we were just cool. I actually started cutting a lot of my female friends, platonic or non-platonic, off before we went. Like, when I actually knew, like, all right, I'm going to make her my girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I was already getting rid of them. And, um, and I think the reason why that was is because I never had to second guess her energy. Out of all the women that I talked to, it's like, well, anytime I call her, she either she she either answer or she call me back. She always texts me back or she'll text me back and she's not busy. If I make plans, she down to make plans. She'll also make plans for, with me. Mm. Like, you know, so 
she always matched my energy. Mm. So it's like, um, it, I think it's difficult now. I feel bad for like people that are still like out, like, like me. <laughs> feel bad for y'all single folks out there yeah, still trying like, to make it yeah, happen. Like, like it's, still it's trying to figure it out. <laughs> I, I feel like between social media, I feel like social media has messed it all up yeah. because everybody's standards are so high. You think so? Like, absolutely. I feel like I do. I do feel like social media has a major role in messing up relationships. Yeah. But I also feel, for me, um, don't <laughs> say it like that. <laughs> I don't feel like social media has my standards high. I think I just already have high standards. Because mm. I don't really care about what people doing on social media. Like there's, I'm, I'm still realistic about certain things. You know, I don't really care about that. But I feel like my so if he standards. Doesn't have a social media, you'll still talk to him. Yeah, one of my ex didn't have a social media. Okay. I loved that. I heard this thing where it was like, you don't even have social media. That's weird. I'm like, Is No, it? I enjoyed that. Yeah. I thought that was very dope for him. He's, he's very yeah. peaceful, and I feel like he has, he's disciplined. Yeah. He don't have a social media. Yeah, certain, a certain type of mindset certain. comes with somebody mm-hmm. who doesn't have a social media or care to have one at all. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. if it was up to me, like, literally the only reason I have one at this point is... Business. Yeah. 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 Or like Podcast. To, yeah. yeah. Or if it's family or somebody that I don't really talk to a lot. But, like, mm-hmm. we still have a friendship. We just, in different parts of the world or whatever, mm-hmm. kind of, like, keep up with them or whatever. But for the most part, like, I've never, I'm a millennial, so I didn't, you know, I was, first social media for me was MySpace. You know yeah, I mean? me so, too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but nobody really, it wasn't as big of a deal as it is now. Yeah. Where it's like, that's kind of like your social ID. Yeah. So, um, but I, even though social media is involved now, I think I always make a big effort for like, if we're having a conversation or we're out or whatever the case may be, it's like, all right, we'll just stay off of my phone mm-hmm. because sometimes we can forget about the person, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're so busy, likes and comments. Mm-hmm. Like, so... Um, but no, I think that's a really amazing uh, trait. So what are your standards for a guy? And before you answer that, let's go ahead and end this live and then because I don't want to cut us out. Okay. <laughs>